Hey guys, before we get started, this is a little trigger warning that this episode contains a deep conversation around suicidal ideation. If you or someone that you know is struggling with suicide, make sure you see our show notes for suicide hotlines. This is part three of our three-part series with the mental health comedian, Frank King. Yes, you heard that right. Mental health comedian. He just might make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we are coming to you with our last and final part with the mental health comedian, Frank King. If you have not listened to part one and part two, it is linked in the show notes, and I highly recommend you back it on up, listen to those before diving into this third part where Frank shares his actual mental health tips. But I think it's important to hear his story, his history, just to add a little extra flavor to what we're about to dive into. But before we get started, if you're new here, so grateful for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And if you're an old timer, you've been around here for a minute, I would love to hear your mental health tips, ideas, tricks, cool research that you've recently read that you think would be great on Happy Brain. Find me over on Instagram at happybrainfm. Slide into the DMs. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Now y'all listen, listen. Just a reminder, we talk about some super, super heavy topics in this conversation, it's a major, major, major trigger warning. But again, it's so important for us to talk about suicidal ideation, depression, because more people deal with it than what we think. And like Frank wisely shares with us, the more we can talk about it, the more people we could potentially help feel less alone and possibly more lives can be saved. And my last little warning here, y'all, this is a super colorful, <laughs> even outside of talking about suicidal ideation, there's some sexual jokes and content in here. And I just want that to be said out here just in case you got some little ones in the car and you're not in the mood to be answering some questions. Y'all ever had to answer some questions from some kiddos? It's not necessarily the funnest thing in the world. So that being said, I really, really enjoyed this. We dive into Frank's mental health tips. I applied for 20 TED Talks recently. 20? Oh, man. Yeah, well, I got a friend who's got a company. She sends out the applications 20 at a time. You know, we, we do all the creative work. Uh, and I got three auditions, and the last one fell. I mean, the last one, I didn't get it. Uh, so three three times up the bat, struck out three times. But, but, the, but the name of the talk, and this is why I got the auditions, it's called Mental Health and the Orgasm, Preaching <laughs> Depression Single-Handedly. What happens is there's somebody on the selection committee who just loves the idea. And then the rest of them, I'm sure, are going, what? Um, so here, here's my self-care plan. Here's the reason I mentioned that. Uh, diet. I'm on the keto diet and also intermittent fasting. I spend 22 hours to have anything to eat. Probably I'm trying to diet till my contest on July 24th. I'm trying to, because I'm never going to be big, but I can be just freakishly ripped. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's one of my superpowers, not eating. Uh, so diet, exercise. I, I was at the gym when I sent you an email saying, are we still on? Mm -hmm. Diet, exercise, good night's sleep is restorative. Yeah. I try to yeah. get a good night's sleep. And I finally gave into my uh, circadian rhythm because I was a comedian. I'm not a morning person. I you am track a... that on like a device no, or I, something? 
just listen to my body and I really I need to be in bed by 7 30 and I'm up by 2 30. I need <gasps> are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. So all I need now is another morning show because that's perfect for a morning what show. What do you do if a show's on prom time and it's at eight o'clock? You don't watch it or you record it? Uh we don't we don't have a TV. I watch all my stuff on Netflix and Prime and TV and the dish were the first things to go in the bankruptcy. We just said no. What do you do at 2.30 in the morning? I uh, prop myself up. Well, what I do is I have a double shot of espresso on the bed. Uh, I, <laughs> I would. It, I bang it down. <laughs> and then I lie back down with my eye patches on in the dark. And the cats, all, we have 10 cats, rescue cats. And I got cats all over me. And I lie there in the dark and I just let my brain go wherever it wants. Interesting. And oftentimes very creative in that state. Supposedly the blood moves faster between the hemispheres of your brain when you're in that sort of half in, half out. And, you know, the espresso begins to fire the engine. Somebody in Sweden, somebody in Scandinavia said the problem for a lot of people when it comes to stress is we've lost the ability to do nothing. Interesting. So I lie there up to an hour just drifting. My wow. my brain go, and if I have a like a project, a friend of mine wanted a tagline. He teaches soft skills, emotional intelligence, communication, soft skills. His name's Anthony Metton. So I said, well, Anthony, I'm going to put that in my brain when I go to bed tonight. So at 2.47 in the morning, he's in the same time zone I am, I texted him a tagline. Anthony Metton, soft skills, concrete results. He calls me. <laughs> Did you think that up in your sleep? I said, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's, I realized that's part of my creative process. I do the same thing when I do it. Okay. Diet, exercise, good night's sleep, meditation. meditation. I try to meditate twice a day. Guided meditation. TM. Big word. Transcendental meditation. No, it's called the cat napper. <laughs> yeah. The what? cat napper by the Monroe Institute. It's, it's um you know, ocean sounds and underneath is a binaural beat, which helps sink the hemispheres of your brain. He starts talking, I'm gone. As odd as it sounds, when he, his voice gets louder at the end, and he goes, you know, when you awake, you will awake refresh when I get to one. So, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and bam. It's just a, a good reset for your brain, lowers your, you know, cortisol levels, raises your DHEA and your, all that stuff. So I do that twice a day. And, but then again, I still have my eye patches on. I lie there after my nap in case there's something, you know, maybe another 30 minutes just letting it drift and see what what pops into my, as my mother would say, your pony little head. Uh, so diet, exercise, uh, good night's sleep, meditation, medication. Medication. I was, 60 when I, I was 60 when I took my first meds. My wife said, look, you're 60. It's your, you know, just ask the doctor. So I went to my doctor yeah. and I said, uh, hey, man, I'd like some antidepressants. And he had never asked me the questions he's supposed to ask me when I go in every time. The two gateway questions and the seven follow-up if you say yes to, you know, are you hopeless, feeling yeah. hopeless. yeah. I go, I need an antidepressant. He goes, why would you need an antidepressant? So I thought, well, I'm going to pull out the, you know, I'm going to go nuclear uh, because I can tell you what the barrel of my gun tastes like. Yeah. He couldn't write the prescription fast enough. So I took it and, you know, it doesn't take, doesn't make me giddy. My wife noticed the difference in my personality in two weeks. Wow. And didn't say anything. She wanted to see if I noticed three weeks. I had this thought unbidden since high school. I like my life. What? I mean, I, I have a good life, wonderful wife, yeah. animals, house, you know, I do what I love for a living, but I never had that thought. I, I like my life. So I realized my second thought was, why did I wait so long to take the antidepressants? Now, here's the thing about medication. 
because I, I talked to two women who were making a documentary on psychotropics. Roughly a third of the people who take an antidepressant love it. Mm-hmm. A third, it works okay. And the other third, it's the side effects, not doing anything. I don't, I don't feel bad. I don't feel good. I don't feel anything. So what I recommend is a DNA cheek swab test to match your DNA, your, you know, to find the antidepressant or anti-anxiety that works best with your metabolism. It's called precision medicine. You, you can dial in. So you get a lot less of the go on, doesn't work, taper off, go on, doesn't work, taper off. It's not perfect. Right. It's getting better. But so that's what I, and I also have a physical. Friend here in town, Eugene, terribly depressed. Had a physical, turns out his body can't process iron. So they put him on a time-release iron supplement, depression gone. Yep. Sometimes physical ailments present as, I'm sorry, mental illness, mental ailments present as physical. Yes. Yes. So anyway, that, that's, that's my five step. Oh, and sixth step would be, of course, the orgasm. Um, <laughs> so diet, exercise, meditation, medication, masturbation. I, and, you know, it's there's no copay. There's no deductible. It's available to everybody. You can do it anywhere that's private. The joke I wrote. For like how you added the private part. Oh, Thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, I did it. I, the joke I wrote for the TED is uh, I, I did it on an airplane in a laboratory. Yeah, I joined what? the Model High. I joined the Model High Club. Um, I was by myself, so I got an individual membership. But um, oh yeah, this is the first on this show. <laughs> one of my favorite joke from the TED. But, yes. But hopefully someday I'll get to do. I'm gonna look at the audience and go because you're given the topic. Do you guys know why they call an orgasm an orgasm? And I'm sure they're gonna be like, no. I said, well, because nobody could spell. <laughs> Oh, I know my wife hates that joke, but everybody I've told it to laughs hysterically. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why God made editing. Uh, Heather, you can take that out of your life. I would just kill to be in the TEDx room that you do that in with all these people. Oh, my God. Okay. That's well, can awesome. I tell you a secret? Please. Uh, I've done it. I did the TEDx in Durango, Colorado. And for whatever reason, and it's, it's their, it's their right. Um, they can post it on YouTube. The big Ted has to clear you, you know, Ted.com. Mm-hmm. They posted on, they posted there with an editor's note saying, you know, this is probably inaccurate or they can not post it. And they decided they weren't going to post it and they wouldn't tell me why not. Yes. And it's too bad because, because of that joke I just did for you and the rest of the TEDx 12 minutes, my first standing ovation, out of ten, and they wouldn't post it. I said, "For you know, just 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 give me the like the last couple of minutes and the ovation." Yeah. Nope. So I'm going to change the title, and I'm pitching it. It's too good not to. And my wife goes, "Oh, great! That's going to be the one that goes viral." Yeah. It 100 percent will. Yeah, get the get the mental health speaker that does masturbation. That guy. Again, make sure you connect with Frank over at mentalhealthcomedian.com. That is linked in the show notes. He also has a free unabridged audiobook version of his book, Guts, Grit, and the Grind. Before we go, I had to ask, Frank, any last tips? Um, we were talking off the air. I've got a bodybuilding contest coming up. Yeah. It was on my bucket list. I decided to wait until I was 60 because I figured every, every other Good guy for you. Had, yeah, given up. And pretty much everybody's given up. And I think you should have a, a hobby or an avocation. That has absolutely nothing to do with what you do for a living. Really? I think that's healthy. If you could, some, something in which you can achieve and see results and take joy. Mm. And, you know, the gym, bodybuilding, um, 
I speak for a living. I could, I could, I could do all the bodybuilding and the contest and never say a word to anybody. But you know, I mean, it's. Uh, I, I, I would. Yeah, I pick my music because you have to do it. This is the terrifying part. You do during the daytime. You do the mandatory poses. You know, front double bypass. Back double bicep. At night, in the evening, the show for the public is one minute. You know, of your best oh. four or five or six poses to music. So you have to pick a song. Oh, no. Yeah. So my first one, I picked Deanna the Belmonts. I'm the kind of guy that likes to run around. Never in the place. For this one, it's a personal favorite from my teenage years. It's Steppenwolf, who I interviewed, uh, Born to be Wild. Oh, wow. And it's got the first 10 beats are... There's no vocals. So I'm going to come out, you know, dun, 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 on a highway. So, so the, the audience would be clapping by the time I hit my first, you know, side chest, whatever. When with Deanna the Belmonts had that contest, the crowd went nuts because all the other guys had some heavy metal. Sure. Know, rock anthem. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, that's so I think you should have a hobby or an avocation yep. outside, whether it's woodworking or working out or basketball or running or something. Yes. There's nothing to do and something you can achieve in. If you run, you can do 10Ks and, you know, you yep. work on your time. I mean, that kind of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love that. Have a hobby that has nothing to do with your work. Big, big thank you to Frank for generously giving so much of his time, being a part of this little mini series that we had on the show. Hope you had some good laughs. And I hope that this conversation can help break the stigma around such a serious, important topic. And again, Suicide Hotline's resources are linked in the show notes. So here we go. You ready? So whether it is minions who help you relax, loving on plants for your mental health, or listening to maybe even becoming a mental health comedian, we hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and make that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.